What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. What's up? And Justin, the Russian concussion mascaro. Good afternoon. Episode 107, Big Easy Bets. Uh, March is here. It's time. We went over it last episode, gave you our uh, tentative picks on who's going to win it all, but now we're going to give you who we think is your best bet to win the conference championships, which kick off, I mean, this week. Selection Sunday's a week away, exactly. So we uh, had a... I would say an up and down Saturday. My Saturday had a ton of potential. Uh, I think I was nine and four at one point and then finished nine and eight. So that was very disappointing. But I mean, how do y'all feel? How do you feel your Saturdays went? You you were on the wrong end of two two really close ones. Yeah, three. Oh yeah, Missouri State, three. I have four really close ones. One one of them. So yeah, I, I went nine and eight. Nick went three and four. Uh, he and Justin were on the opposite ends of the UCLA uh, USC game, which was a seven and a half point spread and was decided by seven points. Uh, so Justin went four and three. So we both went one game above five hundred. Nick was one below five hundred. I had a few really close losses and a few I would say I would classify as lucky wins. Well, let's see. Arkansas plus six and a half makes a huge comeback against Tennessee. Then you got Iowa State was down like 30 and somehow came back and like nearly won the game. It was incredible. <laughs> Baylor absolutely collapsed. And then uh, what else did I have? Virginia minus four turned into a sweat, even though it shouldn't have been. We were both on that. What else? Murray State minus seven controlling the entire game. And then they just collapse at the end. They end up winning by four. But they just they blew it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll take nine and eight. Don't get me wrong, I'll take nine and eight. So I'm on the the wrong end of another second half collapse today to start my Sunday. But that's pretty much the theme of this week was big leads just wasted away in the second half. It was pretty remarkable to see. You hit on the Citadel. You love the Citadel. You went to Oregon. I told Oregon's been in my graveyard Oregon's for a an long time. Oregon's been in my <laughs> graveyard for quite a while now. So, ah, uh, God, yeah, they got they got shit. destroyed. They got shit canned. But yeah, we were both on LSU. Justin was on Bama, three and a half point spread. LSU wins by three. Uh, if we can make point blank layups and make free throws, we cover that. We cover that pretty easily. Uh, just refusal, refusal to crash the defensive boards. Bama was just getting offensive rebounds left and right. But regardless, any Saturday where. Overall record is in the green. We will take it. And then all our plays for Sunday, there's still plenty of time. Well, you're not going to hear this episode until at least this evening or tomorrow, so there's not plenty of time. You can't get any of the plays. If you're not following the Big Easy Bets page on Instagram, uh, I'd say you're missing out, but you're not missing out on my picks. You're missing out on their picks. They're in the green. I am not. Um, but that's where you can find them all. So, all right, conference championships. Like I said, this is March. It's time. It's the best time of the year. No doubt about it. It's not even close. Um, who wants to go first? What, what, what conference do you want to start with? We'll go top to bottom. Uh, I have multiple winners in multiple different conferences, uh, but I have at least one in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different conferences. So I got about three and same amount. Okay. Uh, which one you want to start with? You got a lot of shit written down. Is that all for this? No, that's, that's old. So. Oh, I was like, Christ. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was nervous because I, was, I wasn't that prepared. That's so, for the Super Bowl. All right, so y'all call it. Which one are we starting with? We can start with the uh, ACC. Okay. Since. All right, so obviously Duke is the favorite. We just saw a Duke-UNC game uh, that a lot of people were all over Duke. I felt like, and remind me before we end this, let's talk uh, UFC 272. Just popped in my head. Don't want to forget before we before we move on. But, yeah, a lot of people were all over Duke. It's Coach K's last game. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure to put on those kids with all of those greats in the building. You don't want to be the team that loses the last home game in Cameron for Coach K. They got fucking curb stomped by by a North Carolina team in that second half. 
I was very happy to see that North Carolina plus 11 and a half, even put a little bit on the money line. Didn't give that out, obviously, but I'll take it. Um, but so obviously Duke is the favorite to win the conference tournament, minus 130. Then when you go, and honestly, if you think anybody else but Duke is going to win, you're getting very good odds. 9-1 to one on Wake Forest, 9-1 to one on Notre Dame, nine, nine fifth, plus 950 on North Carolina, 11-1 to one on Virginia Tech, 12-1 to one on Miami. Do you all have anybody other than Duke winning at all? The ACC, ACC tournament? Yeah. Um, I do have Duke as my favorite, but I have two other ones. Okay. Um, I have Notre Dame and Miami, both at plus 1,000. See, I see plus 1,200. So this is a perfect example. you got to fish around for odds, check different sports books. You can, pro- you can normally always find better odds than what you're currently seeing. Uh, I got Miami pl- uh, 12 to 1, and then you said Notre Dame. I got them 9 to 1, so you got better odds there at 10 to 1. Um, okay. I, of those two, which one would you would you pick first? Mm, I See, like last week when I recorded, I liked Miami, but now I'm starting to like Notre Dame a little bit more. So I think I would go with them. I haven't paid enough attention to Notre Dame. I do like Miami, though. I think Miami's a team that nobody wants to see in the uh, in the big dance. So I would lean there between those two. Uh, but the two that I have are, I mean, obviously Duke, minus 130. They're going to come out with the chip on their shoulder after what happened uh, against North Carolina. But speaking of North Carolina, that would be my second pick, plus 950. North Carolina has everything you need. They have a dominant big. They rebound the ball well. The only thing is they play little to no defense, but they've got guards that can get you a bucket. They've got Manic, who is a big that can stretch the floor, make life easier for Baycott, and is just a sniper from deep. It's incredibly impressive. So uh, that would be, value-wise, that would be my number one pick to win the ACC tournament would be North Carolina plus 950. So what about you? I'm going to just go with Duke. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's... it's if it, you think it's Duke's going to lose... Like if you you think somebody might knock them off, then you got to start looking at the other ones. But it's like most of these teams are evenly matched, and that's what you see in the odds. But Wake Forest is a good team too. Like you can't sleep yeah. on Wake Forest. Virginia Tech's a pretty good team as well. You got and then uh, Virginia. I mean, you never yeah. know what. I think that might be the best value because there's a Virginia seventeen to one to win the. Yeah, like but, if, I mean everybody if Duke knows was to lose. They could beat any of those other teams. I think. Yeah, definitely, and um. You're saying Virginia can? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Virginia so plays like, that That's slow what I would hedge style. with if I were to play it like that, but I'm just going to go with um the favorites here. I think that that's not bad odds either. I think what happened uh, yesterday was in the best interest of Duke in terms of winning it all in March. They got they got the smack in the face, the wake-up call. They I, Coach K is all over that in terms of, like, Look at what just happened. You just got embarrassed on the biggest stage. Everybody in the building. All of this hype. Don't be the team to lose it. You lost it by a, by a large margin. You gave up nearly 100 points to North Carolina. They're going to play with a chip on their shoulder. It's hard to find a chip on your shoulder when you're one of the best teams in the country, uh, but they have one now. So it'll do Duke a lot more uh, good than it will harm going forward. So, yeah, I mean, minus 130, it's really not – I mean. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're. I, I, you could make an argument that they should be a, a heavier favorite, in my opinion. So, uh, but okay, where where are we going next? SEC. Okay. All right. So the SEC, obviously, um, you've got Auburn, you've got Kentucky, LSU, Arkansas, Bama, Tennessee. Uh, from the top down, Kentucky's the favorite, two to one, plus two hundred. Then you've got Auburn, plus two seventy. Tennessee plus three seventy, Arkansas plus seven hundred, LSU eleven to one, Bama sixteen to one. If you're one of those Bama believers, you're getting good odds on them. But uh, uh, find God because uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. But are What's you LSU? are you eleven to one? Justin, are you on Bama? No. Okay. <laughs> Who won this last year? Was it Alabama? It was. I think Alabama. They it, beat LSU in the. Yeah, it very well may have been. I don't remember off the top of my head. Because LSU beat Arkansas in the semifinal. Yeah. And then they almost won the SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. But it was a really close game. So, I've already I've placed this bet um, about four days ago. Uh, I'm taking Kentucky. Two to one odds. I think Kentucky is the best team in the conference. Oscar Shibway might be the best player in the country. They've got another team. Got everything you need to win. 
good guard play, great shooter, and Kellen Grady, dominant big, like I said, arguably the best player in the country. And then a ton of like ultra athletic guys coming off the bench. So that would be my number one pick um, to win the SEC. So, yeah, I have them as well. I think it would be a pretty big shock if they don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that because Auburn, I mean, Auburn was looking like, and they still very well may be a one seed in the tournament. So the SEC is tough. The SEC has uh, really asserted itself as one of the top conferences in college basketball. You've got Arkansas, who's been coming on, top 25 ranked team. LSU is not ranked, but they can hang with anybody in the country. You know what you get with Alabama. Tennessee, I've been very low on Tennessee. That would actually be my second pick to win the conference. Plus 370, I would take the Volunteers. Uh, who is – Nick, who would be your first pick? LSU. But oh, on yeah. Barstool, they're 16-1, to so. Okay. Yeah, like I said, fish around for odds. You can normally always find better odds. I mean, I think that's the best – you're talking about a team that's better than they were last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, even though conference play probably wasn't the same, but a lot of the a lot of the year we were banged up. Mm-hmm. I think now that we're fully healthy, I mean, there's still a little bit of concern. It's not like a slam dunk, but that's why the odds are sixteen to one. Yeah, I, I don't. But judging from everybody, like we just lost to Arkansas by one, and. We As should, an away game. And we should have beat them the first time we played them. Yeah, we're, uh, we don't have a good away record, but early in the year we're undefeated on neutral court. So mm-hmm. it's um that away record I think was reflective of being banged up for a lot of the, the hard games in the SEC. Yeah, I don't love it. I'm not going to lie. LSU just matched up with these other teams. They would, they're going to have to get really hot. They have the capabilities, don't get me wrong. They have the talent to hang with anybody in the country. But you got to beat some good teams in succession. Well, they beat Tennessee. They beat Kentucky. They lost to Auburn. And I think we lost to Arkansas twice. But one was by one point. That's the teams that mm-hmm. are favored in front of them. Yeah. Alabama on here I felt, is 18 I, to I one. personally, I feel like it's a different Tennessee team uh, than what it was earlier in the year. Yeah, it is. They've definitely come on strong as of late. Auburn's done the complete opposite, even though they had a pretty good win against South Carolina. Didn't cover the number, but a pretty, a relatively dominant win. They've kind of regressed. Uh, they have proven that on the road they are a much different team. They love to play at home, play very well at home, but once they hit, once they hit the road, it's a lot different. Kentucky, though, I feel like Kentucky Sheboy has asserted himself as one of the best players, if not the best player in the country. Ty Ty Washington was he? Did he play when we played uh, LSU the first time? He got hurt, didn't he? The first time I think he was playing. The second time I think might be the question when we lost by seven or so. Okay, I was. Or sure. we lost by. Yeah, I think he was out the second time we played him. Was he? Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, for value, if you're getting sixteen to one, like I said, LSU can hang with anybody, so it's not out of the question that that they can win it. It's not like they don't have a chance. I well, just, they beat they beat the two. Yeah, they've played all these teams fairly close. Auburn, I think we've only played Auburn one time, right this year, or did we play them twice? I think just once. Could be wrong. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I don't know. Is that your only pick? Yeah, I'm only doing one a thing. Okay, Justin, what about you? Uh, you, you said Kentucky was your first one. What would be your second? I had Tennessee as my second as okay. well. Um, but as well, um. I have LSU, too. Okay. Um, I like their path, too, in the tournament because I think they play either South Carolina or Missouri, winner of that game first, and then they would have to play Arkansas, and then, I mean, they would face uh, Auburn in the final four of that. But, I mean, I I feel like they could do that. Like you said, they could hang with any team. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I've been, I've been very low on Tennessee – I'm going to lose this under on Michigan and Ohio State on some fucking bullshit because they want to foul like fucking crazy in the second half. That's so goddamn annoying. Uh, I've been very low on Tennessee this year, and I'm starting to, uh, I guess, come around. The guard play has really picked up. Kennedy Chandler, Zakai Ziegler. They've got Fulkerson down low. I hate that dude Viscovi, but, I mean, he can hit some threes. 
So and yeah, it, but that's concerning what happened yesterday to them. Like yeah, but it is it is they were up, but really everybody's big. doing that for some. I know, reason. but that's at they were at home. Yeah, like to surrender a lead and almost lose the game like that. That's no, I agree. That's worrisome. I agree, but I feel like that's that was the the trend this week for some reason. Just I mean, look at Baylor with Ohio State. Ohio State had four points with eight minutes to go in the first half. And then all of a sudden just comes storming back. So, I don't know. The, the, it's so wide open this year. Anybody can win. The conference tournaments, anybody can win at all. It There's way... Oh, Christ. Sorry to pause. I'm trying to watch. We're sitting at 144. The over-under is 144. I bet the under... Okay, good. I'll take a push. I'll take a push because that's the life I fucking live. <laughs> Phil Martelli, you bald bitch out here. Fuck. God damn it. Fuck. See, but I'm going to be completely honest, full transparency. I had I had Ohio State minus four on the card. And then I said, you know what? I don't feel good about it. As a Michigan really, really needs this. They need to go into the Big Ten Championship or Conference Tournament with uh, some momentum. I said, fuck that. I'll take the under. And then, then I heard Dickinson was out. Yeah. Well, they hit the number right on the goddamn nose, man. Fuck. Couldn't miss that last free throw. The last free throw for Michigan. Fucking toilet bowl rolls around the rim. Couldn't just go out. But I'll take it. Um, All right. What were we talking about? SEC? Yeah, I've been very low on Tennessee. I'm coming around to Tennessee. I think my two picks would be Kentucky plus 200, Tennessee plus 370. Obviously, I hope I'm wrong. I hope LSU runs the table and wins the, wins the conference championship. I just don't see – I don't see it. So, but all right. So, we have the ACC, SEC under covered. Uh, let's go to the Big Ten. Well, actually, no, let's not go to the Big Ten because we just saw Michigan and Ohio State, uh, Illinois, and Iowa play later. It's the only Power Five conference that is playing today. So, we'll, we'll go to them last. Uh, let's go to the Big 12. All right. So, obviously – Honestly, looking at it, I would have thought Kansas would have been the favorite. Baylor's the favorite, at least on FanDuel. I don't know what you have. I have I have Baylor plus 230, Kansas plus 260, Texas Tech plus 380, Texas plus 650, TCU plus 1600, Oklahoma plus 1600. I don't, I don't know what y'all have, um, but going by those odds, I'm taking Kansas plus 260. Without a doubt. I... Yeah. Baylor's the favorite, but Baylor is well. First off, See, on Barstool, Kansas is the favorite. At what? Plus two hundred. Baylor's plus two twenty-five. What do you have Texas Tech at? Texas Tech's plus three eighty. Yeah. See, dude, there's like big discrepancies in. Um, yeah. That's but why, dude. You got to look around if yeah. you like feel good about a team because Texas Tech on where I'm looking plus two fifty. Yeah, plus 380 and plus 250 is completely yeah. fucking different. Huge yeah, whatever difference. you do, if you're listening to this right now and you're going to bet somebody to win the conference tournament or ever, if you're going to bet on a game and you have access to multiple different books, look at them all. It takes 20 extra seconds to pull up the next one, and it could be the difference in how much you win or lose. If you're only using one book, you need to use four of them. Yeah. No, I got four. Um, got them all. Are either one of y'all on Baylor? Um, I'm not. No. Okay. Yeah, I was going to give my reasoning on why I don't think Baylor's a good bet. Um, we know what you get with Baylor, good defense, obviously, but the injuries, Jonathan Chamwachacha was out. You've got Cryer. They got Flagler and Cryer. They're like the same person. Small guard, last name, in with an er. Uh, Cryer has been hurt for basically the entire season. I don't think he's expected to come back. The injuries that they have, you have to win multiple games in a row. They're limited. They have a they they can't go deep into their bench, obviously, because of the injuries. I think that's going to haunt Baylor. They go cold on offense. If they're not hitting threes, it's tough for them. I, I know they have Flo Thamba down low. He's not he's not the guy. So I, I don't think that Baylor's a good bet. So they, obviously, I don't think they should be the favorite. I'm taking Kansas plus two sixty. I think Kansas is far and away the more complete team. We just saw what they did. Yesterday, me and Nick were on a minus six, and that was when the best player, arguably the Big 12 player of the year, had his worst game ever on senior night. He was 0 for 10 from the field to start. 
hit a few shots there late, hit some big free throws. But if you can do that with your best player not showing up, it's like he missed the bus. And they still, they covered the number, covered the six. My first pick in the Big 12, and honestly my only pick in the Big 12 is Kansas plus 260. So, what about y'all? That's also my uh, top pick. Okay. What about you, Nick? I like Kansas. Um, I really like the way Texas Tech has played um, a lot this year. See, they play dominant defense. It's almost incredible. And they have guys that you're like, I like O'Banner. O'Banner is good. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, was it, is he just capitalizing on a good tournament run with Oral Roberts last year when they knocked off Ohio State? No, that dude is legit. That dude can shoot very well. He can go down low. He can bang, give you give you good minutes, give you good uh, just ability to score from all over the court. But then they have, what's his name, McCullers. He's good. They have guys, but they go on scoring the droughts. Shannon, yeah. That's the one thing. They just play a tough brand, you know. Definitely. But they'll hit, a, they'll hit the three, like, just when you think they're going to get the team they're playing against is going to start pulling away, then yep. they'll hit a three. Yep. But, yeah, you're right. The the offensive scoring. If they could just not go on the droughts that they go on, it's like, yeah, they – I. if I had to pick another team, let's put it this way, it would be Texas Tech because that defense, you can't deny the defense. That is – they will smother you. You have to be hitting some tough shots all night. They're going to – it's the same thing. They're going to drag you out to water, into deep water, and then if you're not able to swim, they're going to drown you. So, eventually, their shots are going to go. So you're going to have to be able to hit tough, contested shots all night. And they're playing Iowa State in the first game. And that will be an under game because Iowa State sucks <laughs> fucking bad. I don't even know. I turned it off. I don't know what they did against Baylor to come back. They must have got hot as shit. They had they the game before they played Oklahoma State. They scored 36 points in the full game. How the fuck are you scoring 36 points in a full game? But they held Oklahoma State to 50. It was incredible. And then they have four points 12 minutes into the first half. Four fucking points. I could score four points 12 minutes into the first half. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good first game. That's a good first. That's something to take into account, too. What is the path to the championship? So, yeah. You know what? I will take Texas Tech. I'm taking Kansas plus 260, Texas Tech plus 380. And that's your only one? Yeah, I'm just going to do one. One for each. Okay. And then hope I win. All of them? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good strategy. That's a good plan. Uh, what is your – so you said your first one's Kansas. What is your next one, Justin? That's it. Text Tech. Okay. Um, all right. So there you go. We're uh, pretty much in agreement on the Big 12. So let's go to – let's go to what I think is the toughest one to pick. Uh, the Big East. Top to bottom favorite, Villanova, plus 165. Then you got UConn, plus 350. Providence, plus 500. Marquette, plus 700. Creighton, 10 to 1. Seton Hall, 16 to 1. I feel like any one of the... The, the Big East just beats the shit out of each other. Day, game after game after game after game. It's nothing but tough matchups. It's battles every night. I think this is the most... Because not even you go past Seton Hall, you've got St. John's twenty-seven to one, Xavier thirty to one. Yeah, I feel like from Xavier up, can win. Mm-hmm. Shit, more DePaul. Them scared. They scary. I mean, at sixty-five to one <laughs> yeah. with that, when you have the leading scorer in the conference, it's and then something like to look there'll at. be games where he's not even playing well, and then. But let's talk about Georgetown at plus forty-one thousand. Dude, they ran the table last year and won it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They, did. <laughs> they won the but conference they, last year. They didn't get any wins, conference wins, right? No, they sucked. So here they come. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like nothing sweeter than a repeater plus 41,000. That's what I'm like, is that a typo? That's 410 to 1. You put yeah. $100 and Georgetown gets hot as shit and you win 41 grand. I mean, come on. You, how often do you get those odds on anything? Yeah. I know when they did wild. it. They did it last year. Dude. 
we're going to be sitting here kicking ourselves if Georgetown goes on a run. <laughs> they have guys. Like, they're not – I don't understand how they can't win ever. I mean, they're terrible, but they have, like, potential going forward. So it's like they've been here before. They've done it. My two picks going out on a limb, I'm going to take Nova plus 165. They're just – Jay Wright has been here before. You've got the senior leadership. You've got multiple guys who can give you double digits. If Dixon down low can come on strong down the stretch, that's going to give them the piece that they're missing. They play good defense, all of that. And then my second pick, I'm taking Providence 5-1. to one. I've been basically betting on the demise of Providence all year, and they've proven me wrong over and over and over again. They play close games, but they pull those close games out. Obviously, they didn't get the close one against Nova, but they covered the spread easily on a two-point loss against the best team in the conference. So, But this is the toughest one, in my opinion, far and away to pick. Nova, UConn, Providence, Marquette, Creighton, Seton Hall, St. John's, Xavier, all can win this. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, And this is another one you just got to check around because... Yeah, look look around for odds. I'm sure, yeah, same thing. I'm just giving you FanDuel odds. I think you got Barstool pulled up. Always look. And this is one that you got to look at who's got the... Path. Best path. So, are there double buys in the Big East tournament? Um, I think. Got to be. I'm not sure. But, yeah, this one's tough. So, which uh, who who would y'all take? I've got three of them. Okay. I do have Providence at plus 550. Um, I'm also taking Xavier at plus 3,000. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing UConn at plus 350. Okay. Yeah, I mean... It's just there's so many different teams that are fucking damn good at defense. And like UConn, smothering defense, just athletes all across the floor. I really like R.J. Cole. Adama Sonogo down low has been dominant. Even though I think, did did UConn cover? UConn collapsed, I think, yesterday. That was one of my, one of my they fucking blew it teams. Yeah, minus 10. They were up double digits all fucking game. Um. All right, Nick, who are your picks for the biggies or who was your pick um i I would suggest you gotta shoot for i like villanova um i think they'll probably win you know and that's what the odds say yeah and i don't think i would just want like two to one yeah so if you could find two to one i would take it but um if you're looking to try to make some real money here i'm taking st john's i like it i love the johnnies they just god they're fucking dumb too but, yeah, no, I like St. John's a lot. It, it's all about who gets hot. Who can take over the tournament, specifically in March Madness, but also for the conference tournaments. You saw Kimball Walker with the step back against Pitt buries it at the buzzer. Like, who's going to have one of those moments? And Julian Champagny can have one of those moments. That's a dude who can get you a bucket at will. I love Posh Alexander. And then they have they have Wheeler. They have all these different guys. Uh, Adeo Wusu, they have all these guys that can just – they just play that scrappy, full-court, pick-you-up defense and force you into turnover, speed you up, get you out of your rhythm, play their style of basketball. Like if like a St. John's-UConn matchup, it's like, fuck. Trying to trying to break that down and handicap that game, it's like, Jesus Christ, man. I think this whole tournament's played in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. See, that's an interesting fact, though, because I feel like I noticed, because sometimes St. John plays there, mm-hmm. some of their home games, I think. Am I right? I'm um, not entirely. I think maybe. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, but um, I know at least they've played there a few times. But I notice when they play there versus their like original yeah. arena that's in Queens, um, they don't play as well in the in the bigger stadium. Um, I could be totally tripping, but it looks like they play at yeah they play at Lou Carnesecca Arena. But they don't play any games in Madison Square Garden, like. I know the Big East tournament is always played in the Garden, but I want to say uh, I know they play neutral site games all throughout the year, like every now and then. Let's see. St. John's will play their last non-conference game of the season at MSG. This was in 2000, yeah, against Pitt. So yeah, no, they play. They do play games throughout the year at the Garden. 
Yes. Yeah, the court like even looks a little different. Yes. Uh they they play multiple games at the garden. They played multiple non conference games and they played four uh big east games at the garden as well. Yeah, I feel like I'm just remembering from watching them because I'm like, damn. They you, love the Garden, yeah. Yeah, so they they, they're familiar with it, but I feel like they haven't played as well there as their as their regular home court. Mm-hmm. But that's also – I feel like that's what we saw in the tournament this past season, a season ago. Um, those neutral site games are tough. I mean, it's yeah. – you're used to your home baskets, and but that could be a little leg up for them if they play more more games than most in the Garden. They're going to be a little more familiar. So, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. So you're taking you're taking St. John's. I'm taking uh, Nova, Providence. Justin, you're on Nova, Providence. And, or no, no, you're on Providence, UConn, and Xavier. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the Pac-12. I have one play in the Pac-12, and I took it the other night. So I'll let you all go first. Justin, you go first. I got to go find – where exactly this is. I got the Wildcats. Okay. What odds did you have? Minus 140 on FanDuel. On Barstool, they're even money. Okay, so I was going to say, I placed this. Let me see. Because I am also on Arizona. I think it's far and away. Yes, even money on Barstool. I got plus 100. Um. Yeah, I think it, it, this is Arizona's to lose. UCLA is going to be their toughest competition, but I mean, you go, it's pretty much just UCLA. Yeah, it, that's my, that's the way I see it. UCLA is the only threat. Like, obviously, anybody can win. But, I don't, but I, Oregon, Washington State, Colorado, even USC, they're not going to, yeah, they're not going to beat see them. USC or Oregon. Arizona was on Washington a, State. Arizona was on a postseason ban. I'm not sure how they were just wetting everything yesterday. <laughs> but if they can shoot the ball like that, yeah. then. Maybe they would have a chance, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Arizona was on a postseason ban last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so they're going to come in. They want they want everything. You get a ring if you win the conference tournament. They want that. I promise you, they want everything. They're coming for it all. So uh, Arizona, far and away, my only pick in the Pac-12. Plus money on barstool, or not plus money? Sorry, even money on barstool. So if you're thinking of that, and that's another perfect example. Why? Obviously, FanDuel knows. Okay, Arizona. All the way, so that's the that's the biggest These favorite. You're only looking at two, you know. You really got to look at them all. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Go, you can go look at uh, Caesars. Go look at whoever the whatever. Every the fuck. time I go to place a bet, I look at all four of the ones I'm registered with. Yeah, and sometimes, like yesterday, Kansas, it almost mattered. It came yeah, down it to it. Instead of getting six and a half, I got six. Mm-hmm. If they miss one of those free throws, Obagi. you push instead of l- losing. Yep. No, it does. But they it, it hit us, and we won, so it didn't even matter. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. Are you on Arizona as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if if you – I would love to hear somebody's argument for somebody other than UCLA in the Pac-12. Yeah, and, like, for example, UCLA, if you do think that – like, I'm really big on Arizona, but if I wasn't, I would I would look at UCLA. But on um, FanDuel, they're plus 175. I mean, on uh, Barstool, they're plus 175, but on FanDuel, they're plus 280. And that just goes to show you. So FanDuel, FanDuel is in agreement with us that Arizona is the, the runaway favorite to win this conference. It is theirs to lose. All right, let's look at – all right, let's go to the Atlantic 10 because I know pretty positive that me and Nick are in agreement on who we like in this one. But, Justin, you can go first. Who do you like – or, or, or do you have anybody in the Atlantic 10? Um, I'll read you the odds. Top to bottom, Davidson plus 330, Dayton plus 360, VCU plus 380, St. Bonaventure plus 550, St. Louis plus 600, Richmond plus 950, uh, Fordham is plus 10,000, Rhode Island plus 10,000. You're getting into... Yeah, um, I'm going to do St. Bonaventure plus 550. Okay, yeah, me and Nick are also on St. Bonaventure plus 550 as well. Um, Nick's been riding the Bonnies all year. I've been kind of dipping in on them a little bit as well. St. Bonaventure has everything you need, and they are not going to make the tournament if they don't win their conference tournament. So plus 550, you've got senior leadership. I want to say they have five five seniors 
Um, in the starting lineup, I could be wrong. I know it's multiple. They've got the big guy down low. They've got multiple different guards that can get you a shot at will. They just fall asleep on defense. It's weird. I don't know what's going on, but if they can stay locked in, they've got the rim protection down low as well with Oshuni, I think is his last name. So, yeah, I think value alone, St. Bonaventure is your best bet. The biggest thing with Bonaventure, what they don't, they have such a good start in five. Mm -hmm. They play so many minutes, though. It's like they don't have the whole lot of depth. Like they don't have another guy they can go to their bench to like get scoring or anything. So that's the biggest worry or concern with them is like if foul trouble or something like that, Mm -hmm. especially with the big guy. Yeah. Uh, If I had to give you another one, I would look at Richmond plus 950. That's another team, uh, senior leadership type team. I don't know. Obviously, the the winner of the tournament is going to get in, but I don't know if anybody else is going to be in at large. They were saying, see, it's they is, were saying is Davidson getting in. Yeah, they're saying probably Davidson, maybe even Dayton. Really? Um, so they might have three representing the A ten. But it all depends on who went. You know, if someone, yeah, steals one from like a. Well, another that's what I'm saying. School. If they're going to be in at large, yeah, it, I yeah. think they'll probably have at have two in regardless of who wins. Okay. So, yeah, St. Bonaventure is your best bet in our opinion. So, all right. Only one we have left to do is uh, the Big Ten. So. This one's a, this a one's tough, tough one to me, yeah, though. This one is tough. So, we just saw Michigan beat Ohio State. Let's see. Trying to find the goddamn odds. Okay. So, obviously, the favorite is going to be Purdue, plus 190. Purdue was my number one pick at the beginning of the year to win it all. I'm getting getting a little worried with Purdue, if I'm being completely honest. Then you've got Illinois, plus 320, followed by Iowa, plus 460. We will see those two teams play each other later this evening. Wisconsin, plus 700, who is playing right now, losing to Nebraska. At least, well, they were. Probably not now because Nebraska is not good. Um, actually, they're down four to Nebraska at halftime, which I like to hear that a lot. Followed by Ohio State, twelve to one. Michigan, seventeen to one. Indiana, who I fucking hate, twenty-five to one. An interesting one. Michigan State, twenty-five to one. You got Rutgers, thirty to one. That's interesting. And then it drops off heavily there. Northwestern, Penn State, Maryland, Nebraska, Minnesota, all north of a hundred to one odds. I am not going to take Purdue plus 190. I think that of any of the major conferences, I think Purdue is the most likely favorite to lose. Just because this is a very deep, anybody can win this one. Iowa, I mean, Iowa's been proving me wrong all year. Illinois has everything you need. Wisconsin has one of the best players, if not the best player in the country, in Johnny Davis. Ohio State, I'm going to be honest. I think my value alone, I think I would take Ohio State 12-1. to So you've got Zed Key down low, but then you have the emergence of, uh, what's his name, Johnny Brunk, whatever. His last name's Brunk, the white dude, backup center, had his career high points and rebounds last game, played well today, even though they dropped a game to Michigan. Who's 22? That dude's freaking good. Branham. And he might be playing himself into a lottery pick. Malachi Branham is a huge acquisition uh, for the Buckeyes. Perfect Batman. I mean, perfect Robin to EJ Liddell's Batman. If Arns can get, he's got the yips. If he could get rid of the yips and start hitting threes, I really like the guards with Cedric Russell, the ULL transfer. You've got Jamari Wheeler who I think was a Penn State transfer. They have guys over there. So odds-wise, I like Ohio State, 12-1. to And then I would look at uh, – I would look at Rutgers, 30-1, to value-wise. Yeah, that's a good value. Those would be my two. Yeah, I, I, those would be my two. So – who who would be your number one? Um, and take this with a grain of salt. We got to see what happens. Illinois, Iowa tonight, obviously. Yeah, Michigan State, and who are they playing? 
I mean, I know you love Michigan. I'm going Michigan State. 25 to 1. Yeah, you love Michigan State. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really either. I, I'm going to be honest. Even though, I will say, what's his name? Uh, the freshman. Is it Aikens? Um, they got The thing with Michigan State is, like, they don't have that one go-to guy, but they just... Yeah, they got Malik Hall. They got when Bingham. They've their got, guys play well. Team basketball is when... Yeah. But you worry about, like, oh, we need a bucket. Who are we going to go to? And I mm-hmm. think that, like, times like that is why... Yeah, they don't know. They end up losing control of games and stuff like that. They hit a big shot against Purdue. They did upset Purdue the other day. So they they are capable. It's Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo has that uh, March magic around his name, even though they seem to fucking blow it in March quite often. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 25 to 1. Th- this is wide open. This is wide open. Anybody but Indiana can win this conference. So, uh, Justin, who would you take? Um, I actually like Iowa at plus 460, and I like Illinois at plus 300. Okay. Well, those odds are probably going to fluctuate, maybe not too much, but they do play each other tonight, so yep. depending on who wins and loses. Yeah, I mean, Keegan Murray uh, came on super strong at the start of the year. It was looking like he was going to fade, maybe faded for about a week, and then came back even stronger than he was before. Jordan Bohannon, when he's hot, he is hot. They just... If Keegan Murray's having an off night, it's where are you going to get the scoring from? So yeah, if their defense sucks. Yeah, no, they do. They play so fast, though. So fast. They got to be making their shots, though, you know, for mm-hmm. them. Or if they're not, then that's it results in a lot of transition opportunities for their opponents. And, then, and they take a lot of threes. Yeah. So And I'm on the over today. So I hope between Illinois and Iowa, I hope we got a lot of points in that one. But, yeah, it's a lot of uh, when you take those threes and you're running fast, it's like you get a lo- lot of long rebounds. It can start the break for the other team. So uh, they've been a popular over bet this year. So I I am just going to stick with uh, – I'm going to do Ohio State and I'm going to do Rutgers, a small little bit on Rutgers at 30-1. to 1. But so you like Illinois and Iowa. Who would you – your number one and only one is Michigan State? Yeah, but like if um, you're in the bet more than one – I I did like the Ohio State pick for because of all the things you just said, but um, if I wanted to get a little bit better odds, I I think that certainly even like you said, Rutgers and then Indiana's right there in the middle of the pack. So it's like Michigan too. It's mm-hmm. like this. Thing it's a tough conference. It's the SEC is a really good conference, and then this is a really good conference. Mm-hmm. And I would say then. It would be like the Big East. Yeah. Definitely. Those are the top three for me. Definitely. Yeah, I in, in Ohio State's odds, 12-1 to 1 right now, could very well get – you may get better odds. They just dropped a game to Michigan. So, going into the tournament, they have a loss now. Um, so, like, when there's a lot of favor, like, for the SEC, the the Big East, there's a clear favorite. But for the SEC and the Big Ten, there's not a real clear favorite. Uh, not in my eyes, anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, that's why I'm going deeper to the, into the underdogs there. Okay. Um. So that's that's all I have. Do y'all have anything else? No. Nope. Any, any other conference? No. All right. So I mean, Gonzaga's gonna win their conference, right? We think. Unless St. Mary shocks them again, highly <laughs> unlikely. Let's see. Yeah. Highly unlikely. They probably won't even let you bet on them. No, St. Mary's plus seven hundred. Gonzaga's minus 470. Mm. Um, we'll parlay action. So top to bottom, I have ACC. I've got North Carolina plus 950. SEC, I've got Kentucky plus 200. Tennessee plus 370. Big 10, I've got Ohio State plus 1200. Rutgers at 30 to 1. Big 12, I've got Kansas plus 260. And Texas Tech plus 380. Pac-12, Arizona minus 140. I would say that's probably the one I feel most confident about. Uh, the Atlantic 10, I've got St. Bonaventure plus 550. The Big East, my final conference, I've got Nova plus 165 and Providence 5 to 1 plus 500. For the ACC, I got Duke, the favorite, minus 130. For the SEC, I'm going to go with LSU plus 1600. For the Big 12, I'm going with Texas Tech plus 380. In the Big East, I'm going to go with St. John's plus 2,700. In the Pac-12, I'm going to go with Arizona as an even money bet. 
And in the A-10, I'm going with St. Bonaventure plus 550. And in the Big Ten, Michigan State plus 2,500. All right, Justin. Uh, in the SEC, got LSU at 11-1, uh, Kentucky plus 200, Tennessee plus 370. ACC, I got Duke minus 130, Miami plus 1,000, Notre Dame plus 1,000. Uh, Big Ten, Illinois plus 300, Iowa plus 460, Big 12, Texas Tech plus 380, Kansas plus 260. Pac-12, got Arizona minus 140, UCLA maybe uh, plus 280. Uh, the Atlantic 10, St. Bonaventure plus 550. And the Big East, I got Providence plus 550, UConn plus 350, and my big easy bet is Xavier plus 3,000. Mm. I just wanted to say that's my <laughs> big easy bet. I don't know about that. Um, so there you go. That's our picks to win the conference tournaments. Like I said, March is here. It's the best time of the year. Not even close. We got a crazy week of basketball coming up. Games every single day, all day. Selection Sunday. Then we take – we got the play-in games that nobody gives a fuck about. You sleep through those, and then you get ready for just, I mean – Three straight weeks of the best sporting event we have in this country. Any other questions, you can message us at on Instagram at Big Easy Bets, Twitter at Big Easy Bets. We're easy to find. All right, uh, real quick, UFC uh, 272, what do you think about the main event, Masvidal Covington? A lot of people thought it didn't like it. I thought it was a good fight. I thought it was a good fight, too. I think people are fucking dumb. I think that a lot of people are, oh, it's boring. What do you mean it's boring? Yeah, whatever. I thought it was pretty exciting. Yeah, I, I thought Colby Covington, and, and I was texting you, I think Colby Covington in his po- in his pre-fight press conferences is corny as shit. I, I think he's trying a little too hard, but when he gets into the octagon, he is fucking dudes up. Masvidal has this reputation now as like this killer and all that, he's the baddest motherfucker in the, in the game. No, he got tossed around like a fucking child for five rounds. It was one of the more dominant performances I've seen in quite some time. And a lot of people, I was messaging this dude on Facebook because he's like, that was the worst main event I've ever seen. Colby Covington was scared to throw. He did all the damage. He got hit <laughs> once. He was fucking piecing Masvidal up. Oh, he's scared. He to got s- hit with an elbow. Yeah. And then he got dropped once. He got dropped to a knee on a shot that would probably put out anybody else in the division yeah. other than Usman. Like, that was a clean-ass, perfect fucking right hook right on the button. And he goes down to a knee, pops right back up, and is smiling. So you got to respect him. You can hate him all you want. He puts the red hat on, blah, blah, blah. He gets in there, and he is fucking dudes up making them look like children. That's Masvidal, game bread, street Jesus, dude, one of the baddest dudes, right? Yeah, he just made him look like he didn't belong in the octagon with him. This whole, like, oh, it's boring. What do you mean it's fucking boring? It's That's the beauty of mixed martial arts. He's damn good at wrestling. He's damn good at striking. So you need to be able to stop him from taking you down if you want to strike with him. And every round starts on the feet. So he didn't he didn't take advantage when he was on the feet. And I want to say, I would even say that he lost the majority of the exchanges on the feet. So I don't understand what people want. Booing him. It's like he's he's dominating the fuck out of him. If you're booing anybody, boo Masvidal for not being able to stop a takedown. Yeah, or get up. Yeah, or get up. Get up, you fucking There was plenty of time. He, didn't, he, he could have tried to explode and get up. And it's like that's the risk you run. You, you relinquish potential position. And then you're going to get fucked up if you do it and it doesn't work. But it's like, or you can just lay there. You can just lay there and, and, and throw in the towel, essentially. I just don't understand. I don't. Like, we were, we were talking about this on the mic last night. We were, uh, the dude on Facebook, I see it all over Twitter. I just don't get it. Like, what what do you mean that was a boring fight? That, if you listen to the announcers, they're like drooling over what fucking Colby Covington's doing on the ground. It's like a work of art. He, he's putting together a masterful performance. Just because he's not standing up throwing fucking spinning back kicks to his head or jumping off the cage trying to do all this exciting shit. It's like now he's what? He's not a good fighter. He's scared. No, it wasn't like he um, he was inflicting damage too. It's yes, like, on the ground. He was fucking him up. <laughs> like He wasn't just controlling the fight from the ground. He was getting in position and then delivering strikes. It's like, like I was I talking with Ryan last night because after the fight, they're talking shit right after. So like, how are you going to talk shit when you just wrestled him for 25 minutes? I'm like, what do you mean? How is he going to talk shit? If they fight outside of the octagon, he would fucking murder Masvidal. Masvidal's dead. Yes. There's nothing he can do because he's just going to take you down in real life as well. 
and fucking do the same shit. Worse, probably. Like, what do you mean? How can he not talk shit? He just grabbed another grown man and tossed him around like a child for 25 minutes. What, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, because he didn't knock him out out cold. He can't talk to him. What? Masvidal didn't do anything. He, he was submissive the whole fucking time. Just getting fucking abused. So Masvidal was the first one to start talking shit, and he should be the last one. I don't know. I just had to get it off my chest. This shit's aggravating, dude. If you're gonna, if you're watching the sport, I mean, look at—they just literally that night they inducted Khabib into the Hall of Fame. That's what he did, and he would just brutalize people on the ground, fucking treat them like rag dolls. You saw the the white dude with the the camo shorts, the Bryce whatever, the up up and coming dude. Same style. It was. I mean, overall, it was a it was a subpar card if you're looking for highlight knockouts. But I mean. For technical grappling, I mean, they were fucking putting on shows. So oh, yeah. I felt like Dos Anjos could have tried to put that dude away. So I felt like he was coasting there towards the end. But but it's like, what do you want him to get up? Because you want to see him throw. He finally gets up, and then he gets cracked with an elbow. It's like, yeah, he should go fucking take him down. He has an advantage. I, that's the beauty of mixed martial arts. You need to be able to stop him from taking you down. If not, you're fucked. So, and that's what you saw. Oh. But, yeah, I had to get it off my chest. That shit was aggravating me. Um, all right, episode 107 of Big Easy Bets. Any questions you have about March Madness, let us know. I would assume our next episode is going to be directly following Selection Sunday. We'll have a bracket. That's what we want. We'll be able to break it down, pick our upsets, pick our favorites, just map out the whole the whole road uh, to the Final Four, which is in New Orleans this year. So it's going to be a good March Madness. I'm very excited. And I'm hoping I can finish out this Sunday on a high note. But judging by how my year is gone, I won't. So, but all right, y'all have anything to say, anything to say before we go? See you later. Later. All right, y'all have a good one. Who that? We do.